This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show doing at Madhu. Here at NPR.NZ999 AM, we talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway. Plus, we talk to drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back on another uh, Doing in the Dirt, mate. Yeah, this is well, back in the studio, we are too. We definitely are, we definitely are. Obviously, still do the odd bit of um, streaming that we need to do, but, yep. you know, bulk of it back in the studio, which is always good. Better audio quality, too. Yeah, it sure is. Right, and in the studio, we have Bruce Robinson. How are you, Bruce? Very good. Looking forward to a. Great weekend of Speedway in New Zealand here. Yep, yep. Twice we've seen you this week, Bruce. <laughs> now, a bit of trick photography. We've, yeah. uh, we've, we're, this is obviously playing Friday, but um, when we're recording, we've actually just done the draw for the teams racing this weekend in Palmy, so we're going to touch on that soon. But, Bruce, um, it's been a, a good couple of weeks. Western Springs is um, finally back into life, so to speak. It's been, well, it's yes, been pretty we, cool. we hope to have got underway uh, between Christmas and New Year, like traditionally that Boxing Day meeting at the Springs, but unfortunately Jacinda decided everybody had to stay locked down until uh, the day before New yeah. Year's, and that doesn't make a lot of sense because everybody in Auckland was hugging and kissing and mm. drinking too much, so I thought it would have been a, a, a heap of uh, COVID uh, getting spread in Auckland, but it looks like from the results in the last couple of days that it's it's died out there virtually. And uh, as long as they can keep that border closed, we'll keep well, that Omicron right. out yep. too if they can do that. But as you saw last time with this COVID-19, they couldn't do it. So it had to go through the whole, whole of the country, have everybody locked down for virtually no reason almost. But, hey, it's better than, uh, than having lots of sick people yep. around. Yeah. Yep, definitely is, definitely is. Um, and the results-wise, it was pretty good too. Obviously, uh, you got underway, I think, the 1st of January, literally, first wasn't it? 1st of January was the first meeting, yes. And then uh, the 4th of January was the 50-lapper. Yep. Michael Pickens come through, won the 50-lapper. And that night, uh, Jonathan Allard took out the big sprint car event. So, And then we moved on to the 8th and... Uh, that was an extra date that uh, actually the Auckland Council gave us to, as some minor compensation, I yep. guess, for all the other meetings that we'd missed. Uh, doesn't help a lot. We're still down a lot of. Me- we're only allowed twelve meetings at the Springs, and uh, we'll be down to about eight meetings for the season. So, oh, wow. makes it makes it very hard. And those guys have put a lot into preparing cars and having them looking immaculate, of course, and. Uh, they don't get a lot of racing at the at the springs, but uh, Michael Pickens going real quick up there. Jonathan Allard right on the pace as well. Hayden Williams, um, Brad Mosen's another one. They're all there's very little difference between any of them. So there's some pretty exciting racing going on there. That's for sure. How um, how about with the fifty and. Brad Mosen, you know, they had to re they basically rebuilt that whole car, front end, rear end, radiator. Right, yeah, whole car. And and they were still building it on the track. They they, were. they pretty much carried the car onto the track. That's what they did, yes. And they they the only reason they failed is uh the axle, rear axle, you've got to run like an R clip in them, which is a special little clip in the to stop the wheel the big hub nut coming undone. And while they were drilling the axle to put this R clip in, the drill bit broke. So that's oh. they were 
They were they were there on the track ready to go and, of course, a broken drill bit meant that the nut couldn't go on and they had to pull it back through the pit gate and that was a disappointed uh, crew and a lot of the other crews had, had mucked in and helped as well so it was just shows you the camaraderie amongst the uh, midget guys in Auckland. They battle it out on the track and have fisticuffs on the track and in the pits <laughs> at times but uh, when it comes to... Helping somebody, they're, they're all there to help. So. It's yep. like the sprint car guys too, eh? They seem to help each other out a lot too, eh? Well, they do. Well, I think it's in all speedway. I mean, you know, stock cars, super stocks, doesn't matter. You you deal to each other out on the track yep. and uh, help each other to get, get back out there again if need be. Yep, yep exactly. And great the, great the, atmosphere. The, the other big surprise, um, well, can't really say surprise, but the other big moment from the 50 lapper, Hayden Williams, Started near the rear of the field because he didn't even make the shootout, um, the, the the pole shuffle. Sorry, um, and then rolled in the yep. feature yep. when he was up into about third place yep. by that stage. He rolled, went to the back of the field, and then still finished second with a just a dive out of nowhere, a, a basically a a um, all or nothing, uh, win it or bin it <laughs> sort of dive um, up the inside of Michael to. Nearly win the Bloomin' 50. Yep, he was so close. If, if that had come off, he would have been, you know, hero of the night, that's for sure. Yep, it was just, it was, I watched it from the live stream and um, it's probably the only, to be fair, the only event I, I streamed from the Springs because it's the only event where we're, we're not at Speedway ourselves, but definitely worth it. And then, of course, um, you say Michael Pickens, he picked up the first round of the Sprint Car Masters last week as well. Um, wasn't able to do the double he finished second, I think, in the sprint car feature, the 91, the 50. And then he had a bit of a not-so-good midget night and had a great sprint car night the following week. Oh, yes. He's a, he's a great competitor and does does extremely well, that's for sure, and often jumps straight out of a midget into the sprint car or the other way around. So the fitness must be fantastic for mm. that young fellow. Something like 194 features now, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's getting up I'm there. Sure it's near 200. Yeah, no. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. You were saying the crowd was a bit light up there, though, Bruce. It was a bit light. I'm, I'm not quite sure why. Maybe because we haven't got the Americans and the Australians there. But um, the the racing was fantastic, just the same. And uh, and I'm not sure whether it's the Aucklanders are a little bit scared of COVID and and the talk that's going around up there about the the COVID and they'd only just come out of lockdown and. Although Waikaraka, we got a got a good crowd there mm. on the um, on the third, I think we ran at Waikaraka, and um, but then stock car crowds are yep. a bit different <laughs> to the to the Western Springs crowd. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that meeting in general that seemed to go off uh, near thirty super stocks. I know talking to the All Star boys up in Huntley, basically they ran on the third of January, made sure their cars were good, loaded them up, and. That was them for Huntley. Yep, oh, I think they were. They had a great, great night at at Waikaraka and some. Yeah, it was good racing from the Super Stocks and a great turnout. Uh, yep. Randall Tarrant was. Um, he was a star. Yeah, won the feature. Yeah. Won the feature. Yeah. So yeah. you know, he's uh, making a great start at uh, being a, with an A on yeah. his car. Yeah. Mm, mm, exactly right. Speaking of uh, Waikaraka, before we get into the teams racing. Uh, Dirt Cups this weekend, Bruce, that's for the Modifieds. That's a big event for the Modifieds. It's their, uh, I guess, the most lucrative race for the Modifieds in this, this season and and every other season. It's the it's the biggest paying uh, amount of prize money that goes into an event. There's two South Islanders coming up. For a while we thought we were going to 
have no support from the South <laughs> Island, but there's uh, two of them coming up now, uh, young uh, Mitchell, uh, what was his name? Bailey, Bailey Patterson and uh, Jacob Mitchell. That's his yep. first name. Jacob Mitchell's there. The young three and Z. Yep. yep, and he he is very very fast. I'm told so, and it's great to have uh, Bailey Patterson up there as well. And the usual Foxy, he'll he'll uh, do extremely well when it comes to the comes to the racing. And uh, Luke Brown, mm. one NZ. Yep. So and. Uh, there's plenty of others there too. Jacko, John Jackson coming yep. up from Stratford. Uh, Newton Jonas. Gorge, who's been there for years. And yeah, Jonas England from out of Wellington. Great competitor and, and great supporter of the class. And uh, he'll, uh, he'll, do, he'll do pretty well, I'd say, too. There's a, um, 18 of them, so they're divided into three groups to, to qualify. And then that'll give them their grid positions for after a shootout for the. Uh, uh, I think it's about a thirty lap a race to, oh, wow. for the um, for the dirt cup. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I see you got three groups. So I guess they do race each other. Group yeah, one v two, two v three, etc. And then points, and then do it just like a top and six that, shuffle or the top top six shootout. Shootout. Yeah. Yep, yep. Two 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 cars. Then yep. two oh, more yep. cars that. Yep. Yeah, I don't know whether it's a shootout or a shuffle. It's it's a unique a, format. Yeah, that's the one. And how, how do, does that so that works from the pole back, or is it a reverse grid? No, no, it'll be five and six will go out first, yep. and then or it may even start seven and eight, seven and eight, and then then six will come on, then five yep. will yep. come on, and then down like that. So. Chances are that the still you're going to end up with a top two or three pretty near the front because yep. they're um, you know the last to go out there, so they'll be last yep. to knock, get knocked off their perch if it, if it does happen. Yep. yep. And I also see uh, Jason, the team from the pits, are going to be live streaming. The live pits will be live streaming. Yes, they'll be there with the big red van, I believe, and uh, setting up for cameras that'll be happening on on Saturday morning. So. Hopefully yep. they, they get everything working right, and we'll we'll be able to show the sh- modifiers all around the country. Yep, and of course, going in talking about um, the Pits TV team, we've got to say um, they're collabing with Garage Sixteen, and we've got to say a big thanks to Garage Sixteen for the supporting the event too. Oh yeah, Garage Sixteen are great supporters of the modified class. They've put a lot of money into the class over the years. The the um, numbers were building, and they were hoping to have had. Close to 30, 35 entries for this, but of course with COVID and mm. quite a few competitors are not able to run because the because of the vaccine pass they don't have, and um, also the you know the sheer cost of getting across from the South Self, Island yeah. to the North Island, and normally they'd run come across and do two or three rounds, but there's only the only this uh, Dirt Cup. And uh, the modified invasion in Christchurch later in the season that are the two major modified events this year. Yep, yep. Um, Miani is running this weekend, so check out their website and Facebook page for all the info there. I'm not 100% yeah, what the they've got going on. TQs are, were going to have a, was it a North Island or a Grand Prix? Supposed to have been on this weekend, but of course that was cancelled by Speedway New Zealand. So a lot of the TQ guys from out of Auckland had already booked their accommodation and that sort of thing. So we're putting on a um, big TQ event for them. Uh, street stocks are running. I think stock cars and um, supers. supers are running. Yeah, super stocks are running there as well. So 
because I know that because Hayden Hart yeah. asked for a clearance earlier this afternoon to, and I said, you don't need a clearance. Waikarak are um, not running the super stock, so eat your heart out in Miani. Nice, good stuff. But the big one that's happening for us down here at the Robertson Prestige International Speedway, we've got the Stock Car Teams Invasion. Now, it's an event that's sort of been running, well, I wouldn't say on and off, but a little bit like that for the last decade or so, really. Um, yeah, the last few yeah. years it's been gradually building up, and, yeah. and this year there's been a huge amount of interest in it with nine teams, as you yeah. might have seen on uh, – Wednesday night, the the draw that we did live, and uh, yep. it looks like you know there's going to be some real battles out there too. Yep. I mean, the, even the even right from the start, there's not really a a slack team in super stocks or stock cars anymore. They're yeah. all yep. all solid races, and um, the cars, of course, seem to last the distance a lot lot better than they did, you know, fifteen years or twenty years ago when. Yep. Gave a car a good hit and it <laughs> fell apart. That was it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bits fell out on the track. There's, there's definitely like, um, we, we obviously won't talk about the whole draw, that'll take forever, but um, there's also some really cool matchups that you mentioned. There's like the Miani Maulers and the Wanganui Vulcans. They always seem to clash each other throughout the season. The Pumas and the Young Guns, we've seen them go head to head in many a national yeah, championship that's gonna, finals. That's going to be like a that'll final be, on its own. Yeah. That'll be like a the, final, yeah. The Rascals and the Raiders, they've already teams raced each other twice this year they've got two more coming up later in the year for that Ross or um, Memorial so that you know a couple of Bay of Plenty region sort of um, teams and then you've got the likes of um, obviously Stratford the Steelers and that but the Kings um, the rebranded Crusaders Kiki Crusaders rebranded as the Kings we're going to talk to Mitch Vickery in a moment about that but um They've sort of starting to build a team like their Superstock team. So there's definitely um, a lot of talent. I know with our local Palmy team, Bruce, we've we've got two new young guys in, Kyle Rowe, Kyle Taylor. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But then that's that's a huge uh, addition to the to mm. the local team, that's for sure. Yeah, especially like, like Kyle Rowe. He had a run at the Invasion last year. Mm. Kyle Taylor's never done teams race. And um, he's in the Pumas. So it just shows that the hard work, the determination, you know, you get rewarded. Um, and that would go across all these teams. You look at the Stratford Stormers, for example, too. They won those two team champs, um, yep. you know, won it in Auckland, yep. then defended it at home, hosted it again. And they had those sort of three years or four years of a pretty much a star started lineup for what Stratford has to offer. Now they've all basically ventured off to the Stratford Scrappers in the Superstocks, yeah. right. <laughs> and the Stormers are on the rebuild. And yeah. you know, once again, it's the chance to to get going. Same with the Young Guns. There's um, not a single driver in there that I think's done a New Zealand Championship in the Team Champs. That is. Oh, wow. So it's a whole different ball game nowadays with the uh, with these. And I think I mentioned this when I was in Huntley when we were talking with Paul Hickey on the live stream. And um, I think because there's no New Zealand Championships this year, a lot of people have now got a, an additional budget where they don't have to travel to, say, Auckland or um, Stratford, wherever the Grand Prix was as well. They're not travelling away for these events, so they're basically going, well, we've got a few extra grand in the pocket. Let's go teams racing and try it. Right. And that's basically, you know, the teams racing's gotten bigger this year. It just shows of nine teams. Well, I suppose it's, it comes off the back of the big super stock teams in Palmerston, which is fifth and sixth of 
February. Yeah. So, you know, that's a huge event and the hype and the and the fun and the excitement of that is starting to rub off onto the stock car teams because yeah. they're um they're hard fast racers too and, and the as I said earlier on, the cars are are very, very strong and capable of taking some huge hits and keeping going. So and they're often Pretty spectacular. We're going to need a few spare posts, I imagine, for <laughs> Saturday night yeah. with uh, with those stock car teams there. Yeah, definitely will. Right, so this Saturday we've got the nine qualifying pool races. The first, uh, third and fourth are going to race each other, fourth, third and fourth. The top two teams will race in the final. Um, so that's all, obviously, the first nine races done on points. Then we'll get the, you know, like I say, the third and fourth, first and second will race each other for the, for the um, placings on the podium. This all kicks off at an extra earlier time. We've already started early this season, 6.30 is the usual time now. We're going to kick off at 6 o'clock this Saturday night at the Robson Prestige International Speedway. Well, we need to to try and get everything through. I mean, it's it's a huge program and you need if you had hold-ups with broken fences and mm. that sort of thing, we're going to need every spare minute we've got. And by the time you do a grand parade, it's, um, you know, you've got to get in... 45, 50 cars in, yeah. out onto the track and back in again and then ready for their first team's race. And yeah. with the sidecars there, with their AFC motorcycles, um, Manawa 2 champs, yeah. they've got uh, three heats to go of that, of a four-heat final, and then there'll be some ordinary sidecar races. And, uh, of course, with the super stocks there as well, it'll be a pretty action-packed night, that's for sure. Yep, yeah, exactly right. And for all of this... You think with a teams meeting, a big meeting, it's still the great price of twenty five bucks an adult and sixty bucks a family. It's an absolute bargain for a Saturday night of teams racing. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's probably should have been up the price, but hey, we'll um, we'll wear it. We've yep. got teams. The big teams, super super stock teams, will subsidise this meeting. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, like it subsidises a lot everything of everything else, yeah. everything else, and <laughs> several other tracks around the country, which I won't talk about. So. <laughs> and uh, you got video hub live streaming that event on Saturday, on Saturday night. Yes, yep. we have video hub will be there um, with the stock car teams. Yep. That's for sure. Yep. Sweet. Yep. And uh, the pits in Auckland cool. with the. Modified, modified champs, yeah, yeah awesome. Cup. Just, just quickly because a few people have actually asked us, team champs, superstock team champs is one hundred percent happening because we still get questions asking what's going on. Well, as far as I know, it is um, unless <laughs> Jacinda is about to make an announcement on the seventeenth. But um, I would say the way the um, vaccination rates have gone, we're up to about ninety five percent first and. One jab, and there's yep. about 92% of the country have got two jabs. She did say a f- couple of months back that the moment we got to 90%, we were free to go, but we're still under under orange. And uh, with the numbers that are not, not rising, the lo- low numbers of new COVID cases, uh, I think we should still be right unless Omicron Get leaps you. out from yep. behind a hedge somewhere. Well, Will be will we all go? You must be uh, have a vaccine pass though to come to come to teams champs. So make sure you got your vaccine pass on your phone or a or a paper one printed out. Otherwise, um, 
you can't come to an event. Yeah, it's cool. the same if you're wanting to go yeah. to a concert or yeah. anything else like it's, that. I was just Rug- about to say it's not uh, just cricket um, or any of those events. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I was just about to say it's not just for the teams; it's for everything. For everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. Radio Bruce, we'll let you get back to it. Um, we'll uh, make this draw. Obviously, that we've done. It's all prettied up. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you on Saturday night. I can't wait for teams racing. It's the best racing. <laughs> well, well, we're looking forward to it. Well done. Well, there was Bruce Robinson there, Stu, and yeah, now we're in for a good meeting on Saturday night. Yeah, mate, yeah. Um, just to sort of rewind a wee bit back, you know, good to see Western Springs back in a bit of full swing there. Um, you know, those obviously they ran Boxing Day, the live stream meeting, which talking with Bruce off here, said it was a, a very successful event, um, just having no crowd and, and live streaming it. But obviously great to have the crowds back. And um, how cool, the rules changed 1st of October, and straight away Western Springs, and I know Rotorua done the same thing, Meeting, bang on the first of sorry, first of January. January I said first yeah. of October, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Rules change first of October. Two tracks, bang on first of January, and um, straight into it. But um, and yeah, obviously, you know, it's um, going to be a big weekend this weekend in Palmy, which uh, we'll chat to Mitch Vickery about next about the uh, Kings and obviously last weekend with the Kings, Kings and, the Kings. and <laughs> this weekend with the Kings. So we'll chat about that, and then um, yeah, we'll probably run through the draw or something like that. But uh, Good to see. Good. Good to see Bruce again. Yes, yeah, sure. right. We'll take a break. We'll be back shortly. We'll do, mate. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for AccessMedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the kiwi fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Well, welcome back to Doing It In The Dirt on a Friday at 4 o'clock. You can hear us replay Sunday 3 o'clock. And we're also on demand and Spotify this too. Yep, we sure are, we sure are. Right, our uh, next guest on the show is uh, 3NZ in the Superstocks, 26K in the Stock Cars, and he's a king in both classes. We've got Mitch Vickery on the show. How you going, mate? Yeah, mate, good, good. Right, so the weekend just gone. Um, you would have been trying to retain your 3NZ, mate, but instead we had a big night of teams racing, and uh, you guys came out on top. But let's start at the start. First up. You took on the uh, Bay Park Busters. Man, that was, uh, well, it's, it's, it was like every race that night, though. It was going either way to start with until uh, you and Asher ended up 1-2 at one stage. Yeah, yeah, it was a good race. Um, it, I guess it yeah, could have gone either way, eh? Bay Park, she's got some um, some good drivers in there and whatnot, but probably lucky to get that shot in on Dan early on and put the car down straight away, and then Malsop um, got quite a good one on Seth in uh, Turn 1 there as well, so we kind of uh, set the race up from the start there, which was, uh, I guess that makes a difference when you can eliminate a car or two early on in the race. Yep. Yeah, that's for sure. Did you get much damage after you got Dan? No, I was pretty lucky, actually. I can't, um, can't believe how much damage I didn't get from that, to be honest. Just uh, wrecked the bonnet and a bit of a dent in the roll cage. Other than that, everything was perfect. So definitely got off lightly there when I look back at photos and see where he was sitting on the car. I'm not quite sure how it didn't wreck more. <laughs> just just a touch on that so people don't think, hey, how did you get the dent on the roll cage to get away with that? I was down there when the stewards were down there having a look, and because you guys have got such good bracing in the car or in the cage at various spots, it actually made no difference to the strength of the car, did it? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Probably a little bit lucky where the dent was being so low in the cage. That's not actually uh, required that piece. You know, it's kind of an extra. Mm. So in theory, I could have simply just cut that piece out, or even just run the grinder through it, left the gap. It would have no longer been part of the roll cage. Um, it didn't have to be there, you know, and it would have been fine. Obviously, the the sure they're just you know, common sense. You know, hey, I'm I'm sure the dent in it stronger than cutting it out. So yeah. agreed to let it um, let it stay, and we'll, we'll top it out this week. Get it all back to 100 percent for the 240s. Yep, sweet. Something like that. Do you sleeve it, or do you just run a new bit of pipe right round? Ah, uh, nah. We're just actually going to cut and section that out. So it'll cut off the chassis rail and um, and put a joint halfway up there. We'll machine a spigot up the inside and plug weld, and that it'll, it'll be stronger than if there was no joint. To be honest. Beauty, beauty. Nice. Good to get a little bit of an insight of, of what you're going to do. Um, yeah, yeah. The semi-final. Now, a lot of people, let's be fair, um, I myself being here, uh, thought you guys were going to race the Panthers. But that wasn't to be because they got done big time by the All-Stars. So you guys raced against the All-Stars, and they were looking pretty sharp with Randy T and the team this year. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, going into it, we are probably thinking... Um, was, it was more than likely going to be the Panthers, but like you say, with Randy T, and obviously the Panthers, there's still some good talent in there, and it was probably a bit of an unknown, really, how they were going to go. Um, like I said, I did watch that Panthers race, and uh, yeah, they smashed the T, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, coming up against Auckland, once again, a little bit of an unknown, you know, these, these new teams, new combos, you've we haven't really had a chance to watch them and see how they work together and who's doing what, so yeah, we went into that race probably just as blind as the bus is on. You, you, you talk about you watched that race against the Panthers. Now, I can understand going completely blind against the Busters because it's the first race for the night. But you watched the Panthers race. You can't really take anything out of it, though, really, could you? Because it was more machinery that cost the Panthers. So going even into into race two, it was a little bit blind, was it? Because regardless of the new combinations and stuff in the All-Stars team, you really couldn't take anything out of their first one. No, that's that's right. I guess we're probably more just drawing on, um, I guess, just the drivers themselves. You know, we we still know who those drivers mm. are and and what they're like. I guess probably a little bit of a gamble on what you think their personalities uh, like, maybe, or you know, what kind of role they're going to slot into. But as you say, hundred percent, you couldn't take anything from race one for them against the Panthers because, like you say, the machinery of the Panthers is really what let them down. And um, Auckland had it, I guess, quite easy from very early in the race. Yep. Yep. And then you came up against uh, a repeat final. You came up against the Gisborne Giants, um, the second of the two North Island select teams. <laughs> um, no, no. Um, that was the third, wasn't it? I don't think Randall lives in Auckland. Oh, that's, that's exactly what I actually said to the boys as well. Um, but no, hey, it's, it was a massive final. And both you guys, both teams, sort of went into that with pretty reasonable looking cars as well. Or was there a lot more sort of behind the scenes that we didn't see? Yeah, no, I think you're pretty on the money there. I, was, I wasn't in the uh, Rees camp having much of a look, but from uh, what I've seen and heard, they went in with some really good cars, and so did we. We actually uh, come off with virtually no damage in those first two races. And a couple of silly little issues, but we're definitely back to 100 for the final, and if you compare that back to the first year of Huntley teams, um, mm. things versus Panthers final, you know the Panthers come in, I think actually even a car down, and with some pretty wounded machinery, it makes it a whole different race compared to... You know, um, when you've got the Kings and the Giants both at one hundred percent. Yeah, yep. were you kind of surprised that um, I think I didn't quite see what happened to Pete. I saw him put a big punt, and I can't remember if he got followed in as well himself. But to see Pete sitting there, and then you you got a butte shot on Ethan. Were you kind of surprised yourself to drive around and think, "Crikey, we got 
two of them quite early in the race here. Yeah, that's probably what made the race for us, to be honest, there. Um, and obviously that did a few people recently, like a, how how often does uh, Pete's car not start up after a hit, eh? It just it mm. doesn't happen. Those guys, they have good machinery, it's well-maintained. Um, you know, it goes without saying about their equipment. And uh, to, yeah, to get rid of Pete in the first lap, that was definitely uh, set us up for the race. And then you yeah, landing that shot on Ethan and stopping him um, to get rid of those two, that's a game-changer for us, eh? And, I guess it wasn't really the plan. We'd never really talked about targeting those guys or whatever because actually everyone in that team is probably equally as good and, and has as good a gear, so we just took it as it came. Yep, and and you didn't just take a shot on Ethan. You got a double tow truck, which the fans <laughs> love. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of a double tow. Actually, good to catch up with Ethan about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Did you have much damage after that final, mate? No, just steel work really, eh? Which is, um, I guess, it's a bit time consuming for me, but it's kind of the cheaper part in a way. So um, you can't kind of can't complain at that. Just bumpers, side rails, all that, basically giving the car full reseal, and obviously that roll cage repair, like we talked about. Then it's just our usual team racing maintenance. I've got the diff out of the car. Um, had a had a broken bolt there that we're scrambling to repair for the final, and had to do a bit of a patch. So I've pulled that out, repair it properly, and just give the car a massive check over leading into the two forties. Yep. yep. Because going into this into this weekend, or into the weekend just gone with uh, with winning Huntley, you guys took on the Panthers um, a couple of weeks beforehand, and it sort of to me, I don't know from the outside, it just looked like a, a messy race that both teams it's their first hit out of the year, and and it just kind of I don't know neither team sort of I guess um, went to their script. Did you guys what, what sort of rebuild did you have or debrief after that about going into Huntley? Yeah, I think the uh, Palmy race was definitely a good, um, like say, good first hit out for us and a good learning curve. Um, we just went through and talked about all the things we need to tidy up. But I think you're quite right there when I look back on that race and trying to look at it from both points of view. We were we were both a bit messy in that race. Probably could have gone either way um, with only a few little things going differently, you know. Um, yeah, I guess we try and always have a chat, obviously, before the races, but the ones after the races are often as important, if not more important, so we can learn from our mistakes there. It can always just be simple things, like maybe, maybe a blocker's doing more laps than they should, or uh, maybe, you know, um, in the finals, I, I guess, like, I'm not a big park shot fan, but that was definitely one thing spoken about, you know, when you get to those finals, you know, I'm, I'm not into, the, like, a big park shot, but if someone's parking, you clip their front wheel, like, yeah. those kind of, those little missed opportunities are really what changes the race in my eyes, so... Yeah, that's kind of um, all the all the stuff you've got to think about and talk about, and it just depends. Like you know, as we know, points racing so different to first across the line too. So it's probably a different chat if we were coming into Palmy teams and needing to gather points versus um, when it's just straight first across the line. I was just going to mention that because against the Panthers, obviously those one-off races are first across the line, and then Huntley, all three races first across the line. Um, I'm not. I don't think you guys have got anything between now and Palmy, but. The whole role changes now, but you guys, I guess, will look at Huntley, and I guess, I don't know if you, you sit together and watch some videos or something these days, but you guys tended to, to actually pick, if you were running for points, you picked up a few bit of points over the weekend in Huntley, so I guess you sort of balance it up like that. Were you guys trying to have that in the back of your mind? No, not not really. I guess it's a hard one because um, if hey, if, if you've got the race in control, you can have got um, you know more people running and gather those points, just like we did at Huntley. Uh, but whether you're racing for points or not, like even when it is points, there's no point kind of coming second and third. The win's still what you want. Mm. So it really just comes down to being able to read the race 
and uh, see how well it's under control halfway through or, or something along those lines, I guess, you know, and make the... Yeah. Uh, I think we lost you. Just keep... Oh. Yep. You there, mate? Yeah, no, you're there, yeah, you're there, you're good, back. Um, yeah, and, and Huntley, um, we, we had control of those all those races quite early on, which really made the difference, meaning, you know, me and Asher running one, two. Well, if we were running second, third, and I was the third car, you know, potentially I would have dropped off regardless of points or not. You know, it's still the race win we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dead right, dead right. How did you find, like, um, Benji and Jared? they're off doing whatever else they're doing now, sprint cars and go-karts or whatever, and now you've got uh, Gav who came in at the end of last year. You've got Shane Melsop who, again, came in at the end of last year but didn't, didn't end up racing. You've still got young Matt and young Stefan. It's a, it's a good little team you're building with obviously Matt and Stefan being in for the last couple of years, but now you've got the old fella Gav who every time I saw him in the pits was sitting in his armchair because <laughs> um, his, his car was mint even though he'd been taking it, you know, getting, getting absolutely pummeled from behind there. And um, Shane just, just proved why he should have been in, in a solid team a while back. Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, I think um, I've had a lot of um, comments and messages um, about everything, but a lot of a lot of comments about Shane. Like you say, um, I guess he's proved why. Yeah, he should have been in teams earlier, but um, I don't think he'd really been given the, the chance he deserved, and we've given him that, and he's he's proved why he deserves it. That's been pretty cool to see. I've really enjoyed watching that. Shane's done a really good job, and um, yeah, I know his family's definitely pretty stoked after Huntley too. <laughs> but um, yeah, like say you're losing Jared and Benji, then those those two, especially in the first season as a blocking combo, um, they were on the money. Pretty lucky to pick up Gav. I guess if you know team racing, you know Gav. He's, he's been a blocker for years, so mm. um, he's he's slipped in and he's doing a solid job. And like we say, Melsop's really stepped up this season, and um, it's, it's been cool to have Stephen and Matt um, coming along and and learning the ropes, and um, they're getting better each time as well. So it's uh, I guess we always need to remember to think about our future you know you've always got to have those guys coming in you, you can't just have the same guys every time because that's yep. that's going to come to an end one day yep and then you've got ewan who's just each <laughs> year as a manager gets a bit better and better eh? <laughs> oh that's debatable <laughs> <laughs> glad you said that because uh yeah d- d- does um ewan get in your ear much before a race or is he pretty mellow no, it's probably one thing that's quite, I, I feel like a little bit special about the Kings. We run a pretty, um, a kind of an open, open thing in, in all aspects, you know, the chats before the races, also even, um, team selection and just decisions in general. I guess Ewan's the manager, but he, and rather than, um, having him or a group of guys just calling the shots, which I know happens in other teams, instead he actually talks to all of us, gets all of our, um, opinion or, or our thoughts mm. on it. And then he kind of makes his call based on that. You know, you've always got to have one guy who makes the final call or calls the shot if we can't yeah. decide. But, you know, our team meetings, I don't think any one person ever calls the shots. Nine times out of ten, we're actually all on the same page anyway, to be honest. So it works good. And if we're not, we're probably not far off. And we're, I normally just, just put it back to you, and then he makes the call, we run with it. So yeah. that, that's definitely one thing I like about the team. Yeah. Nice, nice. How was the alpha match in the club rooms, mate? <laughs> Oh, it's quite quiet. I don't actually drink nowadays myself, so um, that wasn't wasn't too big. But um, it's always good to head off to the club rooms and support the local club and um, catch up with guys you haven't seen around and whatnot. It's definitely uh, one of the good parts of the sport. Too right. Hey, this weekend um, you're back in the black and white, but uh, 
a different kind. Stock car team, the Kiki Kings or the Crusaders have been rebranded as the Kings. That's pretty exciting in its own right there, right? Because I don't think, even though you've been at Kiki for a couple of years and you got that 3NZ under the K, I don't think you've teams raced for them in stock cars yet, have you? Nah, nah. This is actually my first time um, team racing stock car for quite a few years. Actually, um, I've never team raced for my local club, both uh, Stratford uh, or Kiki, <laughs> in the stock car. So, um, yeah, it is kind of brings a little bit backwards there, I suppose. But I guess the main issue for this weekend sure is making sure you're dressed in black and white. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, I've got my my shirt that you and um, forced me to wear to uh, be able to interview you guys, and it's in the wash, ready to go, mate. But um, so I'm, I'm ready to pump that one out. But hey, look, it's cool to see Ben Ellis is back in the team, um, and then. Again, a little bit like the Kings, and the Superstock Kings, I should say. Um, you guys are building up a, a team and sort of revi- rejuvenating Kiki um, teams racing and stock cars. Yeah, for sure. The, the Kings, oh, sorry, the Crusaders um, stock car team um, wasn't really around last year. It kind of died off a bit there. So, um, yeah, which was a bit disappointing for the club, and I think it'd be pretty stoked to see it coming alive again. And like I say, with those younger guys, um, I guess everyone in that team's um, pretty pretty young, really. So it's a good future there for for sure. And um, some guys with some team racing experience, and some without. So once again, it's the same theory, I guess, as the super stocks. Um, we've, we've got a couple of guys of experience, some without. The guys without the experience are going to be learning and build the team and make it uh, shaped up for the future. It's probably a silly question to ask because every driver wants to win. So when you're involved in team racing, you want to win. But as a superstock driver and a well well accomplished and achieved superstock driver coming back into the stock car ranks and teams racing with these other younger fellas, what's your sort of goal within the Kings stock car team? Um, I guess for me, I've, it goes with both stock cars and super stocks. Um, winning is nice. That, that's really nice and on the cake. I, I guess my thing is that hey, I'd rather um, lose with a bunch of really good guys in mm. a good environment than uh, win in a bad environment with the wrong guys. Eh? So yeah. that's, that's probably key for me. It's just such it's uh, win or lose. It's a very enjoyable weekend with the right people, and I guess that's what we're building up with both teams. Yeah, and um, it is pretty cool, like you say. That um, I don't really look at it as coming back from um, Super Socks and Stockers, to be honest, because Stockers are so competitive nowadays. Um, other than the noise, there's not actually a lot in the day. There's, there's still all the same things to think about, and the competition is so hard. I mean, look at what it takes just to qualify to New Zealand Stock Car Champs. Mm. Um, you know, with the amount of cars that you've, you've pretty much got a podium to qualify, so it's not really a step back. Eh? You've still got to be on the A game. It's the same. Would you sort of say though? Would, would I be right in saying that the, you, you're ready to though for the other guys to lean a bit more on your experience, um, not as such on track because everyone's got to do their job, but off track especially. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that a little bit. But once again, I, in my eyes, would probably be coming into it with a similar approach um, as the result team. You know, we're still going to want those guys' feedback and their thoughts because although they don't have a lot of teams racing experience they actually probably know some of the guys we're going to be racing against better than I do. You know, I don't actually race stock cars that often and, mm. and watch everyone. So, hey, who they, they're probably going to know more about the opposition than me. So everyone's opinions, um, you know, is of value. Valid point. Valid point. Yeah, good point. Uh, you also got a good management team there with um, Tony yeah. and Ewan? Yeah, Tony coming yeah, into got, the mix. Yeah, so we've got Ewan coming along. Tony's pretty washed up and been out of the scene for a while, <laughs> but we'll drag him back out and... Um, Stevie's got any ideas, I suppose. It's, um, the idea with that really was just that it's, you know, Ewan already put such a huge amount of work into um, all things uh, Superstocks, mainly, I guess, at Kiki, but 
just in general, it's just overcommitted. So having Tony around just to help out, um, you know, take a bit of load off him. And also, hey, Tony's um, managed the Rascals for a few years there, yeah. and I think they podiumed um, yeah. every year he was managing them. So I, I'm actually looking forward to that and um, watching him and you and work together because they probably both learn things from each other as well. You know, those guys have probably as important a role as drivers and whatnot. So they'll always be learning too. And it's good to keep. It's good to see um, Tony back involved as well too. After obviously he's, he can't race at the moment, but it's good to have him involved in another aspect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if his um, missus would say the same thing. I should probably enjoy having him at home, but um, <laughs> it is good to have him back. And like I say, he's, he's definitely got some um, experience and some knowledge there. That to, and also, yeah, keep him entertained, keep him in the game, and keep him thinking. I know he's looking forward to getting back into racing. So. Um, yeah, hopefully he'll enjoy it as much as we will. You mentioned me wearing the right shirt. I think it's going to be harder to get Tony into a King's shirt and out of a <laughs> uh, Rotorua shirt, mate, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I think actually we might have um, achieved that on the weekend. I can't remember, but um, we'll definitely be working on that. And uh, if he shows up wearing the wrong shirt, we might have a little campfire or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is this is obviously recording on Wednesday. It's playing on Friday, so everyone knows it by the time the draw, uh, by the time the show actually comes out. But the Kings have drawn up the Manawatu Steelers first up in the very first race of the night, and then you guys have got. The Miani Maulers, second up. So the Steelers were the surprise package last year because I wouldn't say they're a throw-together team, but they're sort of a, a young team of offered, given an opportunity of um, you know drivers that just want to try and never get a chance at the Pumas. And obviously the Maulers are going for a bit of a, a refresh look as well with um, only really Regan Penn and um, Brett Loveridge, the two returning drivers. So like you say, probably for those other guys, they race against them a lot, but... Um, yeah, those are the two teams you're racing against, the Steelers and the Maulers. Yeah, to be honest with you, I only, uh, obviously the draws just come out, and uh, but I actually, other than those drivers you just mentioned there, I don't even know who's in either of those teams. I, I have <laughs> I've actually been so busy and so focused on uh, getting the super ready and preparing for Huntley and everything mm. that's been going on, and now we're just we're flat in the shed. We've got both cars stripped out and getting things at Huntley. Eh? So, like I say, man, this, that's why I was making that comment about leaning on those younger guys. You know, they don't have the team racing experience, but they'll know um, all the drivers in those teams, really. So yeah. we'll be leaning on them for that information. Good stuff, good stuff. Hey, um, on your own on your own cards, obviously, stock car teams this weekend, World 240s the following weekend, um, then what, bit of a week off and into into the big one down here in Feb? Yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll definitely take that week off uh, before the Palmier Superstock teams. That's kind of key to our prep, really. I, I always take that weekend off. Make sure the car is 110 percent and just you know last minute spares, topping up those future bits and bobs that you want to make sure you've got. And um, not not too sure what's on the cards after that though. To be honest, I was really trying to have a quiet season this season. I've already done more racing than I'd planned, so <laughs> um, definitely take a break after Palmy teams. I generally do anyway between Palmy and Auckland teams. Yep. Don't really do much, so yeah, we'll just see what the rest of the season brings. But as I say, I'm, I'm trying to have a quiet one, if I'm honest, and um, mainly just to keep the off-season work to a minimum, have a bit of a break and hit it big next season. Nice, yeah, I suppose with no New Zealand titles, there's no point sort of wrecking the car too much, eh? Yeah, yeah, 100%. My, my plan really like, it was actually to have the season off, and then obviously get through there, I've got to carry on, and then now that it's been New Zealand, so I've got to carry on again, so I kind of <laughs> well, hey, boy. If I have a quiet one this year and, uh, and it works for giving me a quiet off-season, then um, I'll be refreshed and ready to hit it next year. Maybe yeah. I could avoid that season off. Yep, yep. And the business is running well, mate? 
Yeah, yeah, we're always busy, eh? That, that's probably quite a big thing for why I was looking for the year off, to be honest. Eh? I just need to focus on um, business and life in general. I guess these guys have raced longer than me, but I've done it for a few years now. Um, it's not just a summer sport, it's probably as many hours in winter too, so yep, it's a little, little bit of a quiet year and would um, definitely help out. Sweet. Just going back to the um, car, I went out to Pete's when it was getting built. Well, did you come up with the idea of, with that, with the roll cage and that? Yeah, I kind of stole the idea from Ryan Harrison over in the UK. I'm not sure if you've looked at his car, but it's um, it's similar but different. And um, it just always really liked that car and was really looking to do something different, to be honest. Um, there's, there's not a lot of, I guess, reasons behind it as far as car performances. The, the major one really is just wanting to look different, yeah. um, if I'm honest. But, hey, I mean, you you only need head clearance on one side of the car. There's no reason why the roll cage needs to be so high on the left. You know, it's, I guess the lower, the less steel that's in it, the lighter it is. And not only is that um, lighter overall, but I'm also lowering the centre of the gravity. Um, you know, roll cage is top heavy, so cut some weight out of that. We're, we're lowering the centre of gravity in the car as well. Yep. But, uh, yeah, like I say, just really wanted my car to look something different. <laughs> exactly, and I suppose... Do you, uh, that, do, that do, you reckon, do you reckon many more will go down that path? Um... Who knows, to be honest. Um, Pete's probably not too keen to build too many like that because I don't think it was the easiest to build. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Hey, Mitch, we'll, uh, we'll let you get back to the uh, to the shed. You're a busy man. We'll get some prep underway for the for the weekend. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to see the, the Kings fronting out in, in, black and, in black and white. Be pretty cool to see the uh, stock car team. Hopefully, one day, hopefully it'll be pretty cool to get all the all the uh, two teams together, get a good photo. That'll be one for the uh, for the whiteboard. Yeah, for sure. Definitely really looking forward to it. And um, if, if nothing else, I'm just stoked for the club, actually, to have this all up and running. I know um, Kiki's been building in leaps and bounds, and um, I, I know having a stock car team out on the track's a big thing for them, so pretty happy about that. And uh, I'm just really making sure Shoe gets his iron out, gets that Kiki shirt, you know, <laughs> spick and span, ready to go. I'm looking forward to it. Love it, mate. Love it. We'll catch you on Saturday, bro. Sounds good, mate. Have a good one. Well, that was Mitch Vickery there, Stu. Uh what is he, 26K stock car, 3NZ superstock? Yeah, mate. Yeah, you had to think about the 26K, <laughs> eh, because it's been 3NZ forever. Yeah. Um, hey, look, awesome to chat with Mitch. Cool to see what the King stock car team's like and that. No doubt it'll be just as good as the superstock team. And, um, yeah, I might maybe wear my shirt. I don't know. We'll see how we feel. But um, <laughs> the draw's looking good, Chris. We've done this on Wednesday on the Doing It In The Dirt uh, Facebook page. So we'll give a quick run through the nine races we've got ahead of us. Yeah. Um, basically, we drew one to nine. Easy format, 1v2, 3v4, etc., etc. So Manawatu Steelers taking on the Kihi Kihi Kings first up. Yep. Uh, the Miani Maulers taking on the Wanganui Vulcans. Uh, the Palmerston North Pumas versus the Wellington Young Guns. So we've seen that many a times, mainly like, in finals yep, at New Zealand Championships. Earlier, that's going to be a final in its own, that one. Yep. yep. Uh, Rotorua Rascals taking on the Waikato Raiders. The Stratford Stormers taking on the Manawatu Steelers. The Kihi Kihi Kings up against the Miani Maulers. We've got the Wanganui Vulcans and the Palmerston North Pumas, the Wellington Young Guns versus the Rotorua Rascals, and the last race will be the Waikato Raiders, the New Zealand champions, Waikato Raiders, uh, taking on the Stratford Stormers. So these are your nine qualifying races. They'll all be done on points. Yep. The top two teams will race in the final. The next two, third and fourth, will race fourth, third and yep. fourth. 
But, uh, mate, looking at these uh, list of drivers that we've got here, there's some, uh, like you say, the Kings, it's a whole new a whole new combination of drivers. Good to see uh, Ben Ellis back, the 1NZ. He's been, uh, you know, a, a crusader before for the Kiki team. Yep. Um, and an interesting stat there about Mitch not teams racing in the yeah, stock car. Yeah. Uh, Dion Henderson comes across from the Rascals, and Cam Taylor's sort of just floated about between Gisborne, Huntley, wherever he's been <laughs> the last few years. Yep. So um, he's great. Man, two Steelers, of course, um, always, you know, Chris Watson's always the one to give – these young guys a chance yep. at teams racing, um, and it's good to see Sam Prescott actually amongst that mix because he's always sort of the, the he's the the fringe driver I think for the Pumas, um, but and it's great that they've just giving him more track time. Yep. Uh, the Maulers. Then we, no, go back to the Steelers. We've yep. got Jaden Jaden Hall and Jamie Tanetti and Matt Pimmett, Fippen all yeah. on team debut. Uh, I think Fippen's actually had a run before. Uh, Tanetti did last year for the Steelers. I think Fippen's had a run before with the uh, he has a run in the in the bay for the Steelers at the Peterberries. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe in the Pumas once, but Jaden Hall definitely yeah. deserves that call up. Yeah. Uh the Maulers, Regan Penn and Brett Loveridge. But then Royden Hines been amongst it before. Yeah. And the two I'm really looking forward to seeing is Willie Stevenson and Brett Kelly, who was actually in Palmy last year. Yep. Yep. The Pumas, uh Taylor Lamp and Kyle Lamp. I like when the two Lamp brothers race together. They um, they do bloody well together. Kyle Rowe was in the team last year for the Invasion. Kyle Taylor, he's never teamed race before, and he's earned a call-up. And then I'm fairly sure Hamish McLeod's the the uh, fifth driver and Burmese the reserve. Yeah, and Hamish is the veteran of the team too. He's been, been in there a long time. He definitely has, although Kyle Lamp's done a few, few teams yeah. races. Yeah. Uh, the Rascals. Mike Herbert, say no more. You know, he's been a rebel before. He's been a giant. He's been in the, the gladiators and all sorts of teams. Um, but Herbie's back and he's in the Rascals. Had a great run um, against Waikato as well. Yeah. And then Keegan Orr, of course, is... Mate, that guy, that guy builds cars to teams race, right? Yeah, and look at the state of his one on um, yeah. last weekend at yeah. Huntley. And it already yeah. looking on Facebook. I mean, it's Friday now, but during the week. It's already mint, you know, like the guy doesn't muck around. Yeah. Um, Brad Coxhead's the young fella amongst the team. And then you've got Courtney Young and Aaron Powell. They've had a run a couple of times, but uh, good there for the, the Rascals. The Stormers, this is a pretty exciting team because Bryce Jensen, who was the captain of the Young Guns last year, is now in the Stormers. So he's gone from yellow to yellow, really, <laughs> isn't he? Um, Corey Sutton was amongst the, the mix last couple of years. Uh, Will Hughes finally gets a crack. He's been knocking on the door for a while. Mason Woods has been in and out of the team the last couple of years. And old KPD, Carlin painted Dudley, forfeit New Zealand's last year. Looking forward to seeing what he can do yeah. in teams colours. Just back to um, William. If it's, if he does uh, anything like he does at the New oh, Zealand, uh, Miani, hey, he's one to watch. Exactly right, exactly right. The Waikato Raiders, the New Zealand champion Waikato Raiders, um, Hutch, Philpott, and Cheatham, they're the two or three drivers from that team. Obviously, Nevin was the sixth driver that weekend. And Humble, a couple of mates there, which I'm looking forward to seeing. I, I enjoyed watching Nevin over the weekend. He took a win in the second race yep. um, for the for the Raiders. And I'm really looking forward to seeing old uh, Josh Humble in the in the team, which is it's cool that whilst they're the defending champions for the New Zealand title, they're still managing yep. to bring younger drivers through. Yep. Uh, the Wanganui Vulcans... Dion Mooney back in the mix, mate. And, um, you know, that's that's awesome right there. He wasn't involved in the Team Champs team. 
Um, but Dion Mooney's back in the mix. Uh, Callum Sturzaker, he jumped in. No, he was in the team, wasn't he? Yeah. And Kalen jumped yeah. in his car. So he was in the team last year down in Wellington, as was Blair Reeves Smith and Dennis Black. Dennis Black's a menace on the block, say. Sure and um, Mark Johnston, a part of the team, the 78V. Kalen Mooney's the sixth driver. So cool to see a couple of, I say it, my Cowboys teammates in there, Dion <laughs> Mooney and uh, Mark Johnston. Yeah. And obviously uh, Kalen's on the bench there as the reserve driver. Uh, Wellington Young Guns. Now, this team, how crazy is this? Wellington went in last year as the defending champions at the New Zealand Champs. Yeah. Not a single one of those drivers is in the team this weekend. It's a full, fresh team. These guys have raced together once before at Wellington against the Vulcans. They had a win and a loss, I believe. Um, but, yeah, buddy, cool to see on paper. Jared Higgins, Darren Gray, not the Darren Gray, a new, younger version Darren Gray. Uh, Josh O'Keefe, he's been in the team, the Young Guns environment, for quite a while. He actually six drove in Stratford the year they won it, done the hot laps in Dale Robertson's car, didn't make the start in the final. But yep. um, came close. Yep. And, Still in the team. Yep. And he's done an invasion here before in Palmy. Uh, K McDonald, K Mac, he's, um, I think that's why he's left the, the the Young Guns body on his car, Kane. I don't know if you've seen the 69W car. It's still got the Young Guns body from when his brother used his car to teams race in Hawke's Bay last year. I think Kane's been leaving it on there just in hope that he actually gets <laughs> in the team. <laughs> and of course, old Rahadi, Rah, big Rah. Yeah. Um, mate. That's uh, the, the Otaki Express. Whew. He was uh, pinnacle in Hawks Bay at the Peter Barry teams and uh, looking forward to seeing Ra back in the, in the yellow and the Young Guns colours, mate. Yeah, definitely. And then they got um, a lot of experience with Hilton Parker as their manager. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, Hilti um, done, done the job there and obviously he's won a title with them. So, uh, yeah, even looking at some of these other managers, you know, Ewan, Chris Watson, um, Andrew Powell's been amongst the, the environment for it. Bones is the manager of the um, Pumas. You know, Mark Woods has been in the Stormers before. Lance Moore obviously kept uh, managed the team to a title for for Waikato. Jerry Linklater, you know, kept, um, managing the Vulcans. Then you go to the complete other end, and you got young Sam Ashton as the Rascals manager. So um, ah, it's awesome, and, and obviously Tony for the Kings as well. It's going to be a great weekend, mate. Yep, it's fizzing. I can feel it already. Teams racing does that to you. <laughs> <laughs> sure does. All right, um, just before we finish the show, we want to say thanks to the people that get behind us here yep. on the show. So we'll say thanks to uh, Ewan at Brewers Apprentice, Yep. Pete at Rees Race Cars, Walker at Walker Property Maintenance, and Gary at Burnout Cars. Yep. And I also see those little... Uh, the clicker cars. cars that he's yeah. got here. So jump on the Burn Art Car Facebook page, and Gary's got some cool bits of art. I actually um, saw the. I was trying to twist Jack and Ashton's arm to buy the 88 car. So if you're listening, guys, just buy the 88 car, right? The young fella wants it. But <laughs> Sephro, the bro Sephro, he did buy that Buster's car. Did he? Yeah. I'll, I bet you he'll be running around the lounge playing with it when it turns up. <laughs> <laughs> just like you said earlier, they are like a. Um, they like the, the Buzzy old Bee. Buzzy Bee, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're the stock car version. So it's cool to see. Right, that's our show for this week. We'll be back um, next week with focusing on the World 240s, mate. Yep, that's for sure. That's going to be an awesome meeting. Awesome.